Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your round two recap for this week's Tour Championship. Joining me to break it all down, Patrick McDonald is here. Patrick, good day. Good day. Uh, great day out there at Eastlake. You know, some back nine heaters, a couple young guns in the mix. Should, yes. should set up for a great weekend. Yeah, lots of young guns in the mix. A trio of 64s. We're the best round of the day. Let's start with the guy who made the biggest move. That was five spots up the leaderboard in Xander Shoffley, a bogey-free 64, three under on the front, three under on the back, a very symmetrical scorecard, and Patrick, his reign of terror around Eastlake continues. Yeah, I think the PGA Tour tweeted out that this was round number 26 for him. 23 have been under par the other three have been at even par, so he has not yet carted around over par. Uh, and, you know, producer Josh was uh, saying beforehand just how good Xander Shoffley has been, but just under the radar given the the runs of Hovland, Scheffler, Rom, McRoy, and, and everyone else. It's pretty similar. I mean, it's, it's funny to say, but his season's been pretty similar to Patrick Cantlay's where statistically it's fantastic. I, I think it's his second best ever in terms of total strokes gained. Uh, but just has, hasn't been able to win outside of the Wells Fargo. He, he really hasn't put together a, a big contention run, like a real chance at a trophy. And that week he just ran into Wyndham Clark, unfortunately. So, uh, yeah, it, it's it's great to see Xander doing this again. I think everyone knew coming into the week, Xander Schauffele and, and Eastlake kind of just go together. And this, this was uh, one of those instances. Started his year off with a very bizarre WD at the Tournament of Champions. He's been very healthy over the course of his career with Drew there. And since then, hasn't missed a cut, has gained strokes to the field in every single event, has looked much more Xander-esque, but no wins here, Patrick. What what grade would you assign Xander Shoffley's season? No wins. And, and how could I forget... Uh, shame on me, the uh, the record U.S. Open score in round one right after Ricky Fowler accomplished it as well. Right. W- was the halfway point leader there too before uh, the 37th hole happened. Made a great bogey there, number one at LACC after leaving <sighs> like four in the, in the fairway. I was right bunker. there. I was so scared. 
Yeah, maybe just a little nervous to kick off the weekend there. Um, but what he shot, it was eight under. That's what he shot the first round at the U.S. That's Open, right. and, and the winning winning score was ten under. Yeah. Um, so I would say his season as a whole, I, I'd give him I'd give him contention on the weekend at a major championship. I think that's big. And then he was in contention at a elevated designated signature event mm-hmm. Wells Fargo championship. He just got clipped by Wyndham Clark, not once, but twice. Oh, you hate to see it. I would give his season probably a B. Okay. But if he finishes say top three here and couples it with a four Oh and O performance at the Ryder cup, I'd be willing to put it to an A minus. Okay, I'll give him a B minus for now, and he's got he's got work to do to get that grade up into the A for me. Uh, the second 64 came from Victor Hovland, 68-64, and I got a text from a buddy of mine who said, quote, Victor Hovland is a back nine bully. Yeah, Victor Hovland is a back nine bully. That is four consecutive birdies from 12 through 15, another on 17, and he got a little unlucky on 18. Hit it too far, Patrick, or else he would have had a really good chance to shoot 29 on his second nine. He he got very unlucky on 18, and and you look at that beginning of the back nine into the middle portion, and three, 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 two, and and that's really how you, you separate yourself before eventually being caught at the end by, by his counterpart, but back nine bully. I, I think that's, that's a great name for him. You see the 28 last week. I, I was a little late to this podcast because I had the 29 story written up, had mm. to change it a little bit because of that misfortune on the 18th when you just hit it too good. I personally don't have that problem. And he had to go, I believe they said on the broadcast lob wedge, lob wedge uh, into the 18th green. So Victor Hovland, the name of the game today, as opposed to yesterday, it was on the greens. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was second to last yesterday, only ahead of Scotty Scheffler, oddly enough. And today, I believe he ranked first in terms of strokes gained putting, ga- gaining, what, two and a half-ish? Yeah. So, so that really is you know, the four strokes that he, he improves by today. So if he putts like that, we know he has the medal. Uh, he has the game. He has the tenacity the game plan as well and in the drivers just oh my gosh just let's just start from shot number two if you're victor hovland at this point let's pick up the pace of play put him in the middle of the fairway 315 yards out every single time because it is unbelievable at this point and i think you gotta love his chances he's the hottest player in the world he's trying to be the first person since can't land 21 to win the bmw and then the tour championship fourth overall and the guy he's playing with tomorrow hasn't won in a while. So mm-hmm. Hovland's got that on his side as well. Winning's definitely a learned art. And I know the man he's playing with has won quite a lot, but it's been a while. And he's been kind of shaky in that spot in recent memories. If you miss what happened on 18, Victor Hovland piped one right down the middle. It landed right on the down slope, rolled 55 yards through the fairway into the thick rough. He went lob wedge, lob wedge, as Patrick mentioned, had to lay up, could not go for the green into despite driving it through the fairway. It actually reminded me a lot, Patrick, of uh, my time at uh, what's it called? Bull run. 
down there near oh yeah so, so manassas area I, I was there a couple months ago and the 18th hole uh i drove it through the fairway into the water and i got a text from you that said hey uh the water on 18 is closer than it appears and i was like you're 20 minutes too late <laughs> but i'm i'm already i'm already you know out of my pocket here I think I think I texted you. Heads up, drivers not the play on eight. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I would like, love to have known that twenty minutes earlier. You're like, are you kidding me, man? Yeah, <laughs> sick life. Uh, the third sixty-four. Is this a typo? After a sixty-one on Thursday, Colin Morikawa gets in at sixteen under par along with Victor Hovland. They will play in the final group on Saturday. A couple of young guns. Colin continues his torrid pace around East Lake in raw scoring, Patrick, because he started at one under par. He is five shots better than anybody else in this field at the halfway point. And he has gained over or just about 10 strokes from T to green through two rounds, which is so he's on pace to gain 20 strokes from T to green. I don't Could think he'll do that, but it, that's it's it shows how ridiculous the first two have been. It, it, it's been, you know, this is the Colin Morikawa that we would often see in, in the big time tournaments, you know, in the major championships, the WGC RIP when he won that one at the concession club as well. And Similar to Hovland, the, the driver is just on a string. I actually think he clips Hovland at this point in terms of strokes gained off the tee, which I think is even more impressive considering Morikawa doesn't really have the uh, the firepower. He's hit 22 of 28 fairways so far. And when you put Colin Morikawa in the fairway, you put him with the, the fade back in the bag. They mentioned it at nauseum on the broadcast, how he would aim over – some sort of hazard, whether it was a bunker, water, trees, and he, he's trusting it again. And, and trust is really the name of the game for these guys on the PGA Tour. If they trust what they got, they can go out and go silly low. And that's what we got with Colin Morikawa this week. And that round today could have been even better. Uh, I mean, he missed, what, a, a three-footer there on 11? Yeah, I thought it was even closer than that. I don't know what the shot link said, but it was. So he stuffs it for uh, 219 yards on a par three. Yeah, three feet, 11 inches. He missed that. Mm -hmm. And you, you look at the shadow leaderboard, like you said there, 15 under through two rounds. He just broke Tiger Woods' record for the 36-hole total at East Lakes. So he's been mentioned with Tiger before. This is just another one of those instances and he just looks all around super comfortable. I, I read his transcript yesterday about him finding something, which I swear this guy finds something new every week. He, he has said that maybe four times over the last two months that yeah. he has found something. Granted, I remember the first time he said it, it was Detroit and he was in a playoff there. He says that this week he's playing great golf. I haven't read what he said after today's round. I don't think they're out yet, but Name of the game at East Lake is putting the ball in the fairway, and you're seeing the two best drivers with the golf ball at the moment, one, two, and the third, you know, right behind them. 
Yeah, we'll talk about him in a second. But that final group, a pair of young guns out of the same class, 16 under par, Victor Hovland, Colin Morikawa, exactly what everyone expected four years ago when they came out of college and had their hello world moment. We knew this was coming and we're going to get it this weekend. We'll continue this conversation. We have to talk about the number one player in the world and a couple of other big time lurkers. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. It's a really fine line creating workout clothes that are great in the gym and workout clothes that are also great to look at outside the gym. And Viore has threaded that needle. They are designed to work out in, but they don't look like it. They don't feel like it. And it's incredibly comfortable stuff, whether you are running, training, swimming, doing yoga, running errands, lounging around the house. It really doesn't matter. These are versatile clothes. You'll find me often in the men's Sunday performance jogger because I I like the jogger situation that goes on down at the bottom, but they're very comfortable. Uh, They've got a little bit of a shorter inseam, so they're not as bulky as as other pants or other joggers that I have seen out there. And I've really enjoyed how they work both in and out of the gym. So now here's what you can do for for our listeners. Uh, First time purchasers are getting 20% off. All you have to do is go to viori.com slash first. That's V-U-O-R-I.com slash first. Again, not only will you receive 20% off your first order, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75. And here's my favorite part, free returns. Yeah, go check it out. Viori.com slash first and discover the versatility of Viori clothing. Did you know that more than 75% of Americans will experience foot pain in their lifetime, but only 10% will seek out a solution for that pain? Those numbers do not add up to me, and I know it can be confusing, the biomechanics of the foot, the bones, the muscles, everything in between, but solving foot pain is simple, and that's where Superfeet comes into play. These Superfeet insoles go into your shoes, give your feet comfort and support where they need it the most, and redistribute the forces that reduce both stress and strain through your entire body, not just your feet. Insoles have been uh, phenomenal for me uh, personally, and they are are clinically proven to decrease fatigue, reduce injury, and improve comfort. I can attest to that myself, especially when walking a, a lot of golf holes that I play. So if you feel good, you play good, you look good, everything works out from there, and it starts from the bottom up. Visit superfeet.com and enter promo code FIRST at checkout for 15% off your first order, plus free shipping. And we're back. Colin and Victor in at 16 under par. They have a two-shot lead over the man sitting in solo third at 14 under. That is Scotty Scheffler, who started the week at 10 under, went out and struggled on Thursday to a 1 over 71, but bounced back in true Scotty fashion, a 5 under 65 bogey-free around East Lake. It has not been the prettiest week, but Scotty Scheffler still very much in the mix with 36 to go. Let's just give producer Josh a, a tip of the cap here for this photo this is selection. A great shot. If you're not watching I, on YouTube, you are missing out on uh, an epic. Uh, go full. Get us out of there, Josh. Go full. Go full on this. An epic. Thank you. Oh, yeah. yeah. There we go. Oh, Scotty, man of the people amongst the crowd. Just giving them what they want. This is the guy in the back is. I mean, I want to know what Scotty's looking at, what the guy in the back's pointing at. The cameraman's kind of got his eyes also to the left, too. So 
I don't know what was going on. It might have been that video of you swinging your driver that you posted yeah. on Instagram, Rick. They were yeah, they probably... might have just flashed that up for everybody. Everybody looks pretty happy about it. They're like, holy crap, look at the speed on that guy. But that's right. Look, when you're the best player all year long, you give yourself this margin for error. And on the 15th hole yesterday was obviously that entire margin and then some. And to come out today with three early birdies, really get it going. The driver kind of betrayed him in the middle portion of that round. He was, uh, you know, he actually did extremely well to somehow get out of there bogey free. Uh, 10 was a bit of a mess. 17 was a mess too, where he was out of position. 18 was pretty ugly. (laughs) 18, they go to the like broadcast. It's never good when the camera has no idea where the ball is. Yeah. Like what window is he going through? Like what what window is there? First of all. (laughs) All you hear is like Colt Nose going like, oh yeah, he did pretty good there. I'm like, I kind of looked from the camera angle like he's in the water. He's, yeah, I thought he was in the water too. <laughs> and, and then Colt's just like, yeah, uh, left rough, not bad. <laughs> and so just got to go with it. And yeah, he probably wants 18 back to get within one of Victor and Colin. But to be six under bogey free for his last 21 holes after that, you know, real disaster on the 15th yesterday, it, it really just goes to show, uh, you know, Scotty's mental fortitude and keeping himself in it. And he's just so, he he's so good with these like litmus tests where he knows he's just going to give himself chance after chance after chance that he's going to keep pace or catch up where, you know, you see it in major championships all the time with him this year. I cannot remember a guy so bipolar on the putting surfaces. He does this routinely. He lost, over three strokes putting on Thursday. He gained nearly two on Friday. A five-shot swing with the putter in less than 24 hours. And that has seemingly been routine for Scotty this year. And it, I just, it's, it's not like he's bad every single round. He flashes these signs of brilliance uh, on the surfaces, but it's just so inconsistent. It's incredible. I, I don't understand it either. Uh, and even in like around like today, he had two putts that were just miserable as well. Yeah. And so it, like the one on, I think 16 wasn't even close. So he, he was in tight, I think eight ish feet. He missed it probably by like a full cup. It seemed like <laughs> just complete walk after right after he made contact with it. So if he puts like today over the next two days, he probably tracks down the guys you would think, but that's a massive if. And like you said, given how he has performed, it's probably more likely that he's net negative over the weekend. And I'm not sure if that, that his ball striking will be enough given how well both Colin and Victor are hitting the golf ball at the moment. Let's hit a couple of uh, big names before we get out of here. Uh, John Rahm followed up his Thursday 69 with a Friday 65. So that was the second best round of the day. And he himself left a couple of strokes out there, hit a couple of wonky shots that he probably wants back. He is going to enter the weekend four off the lead. We probably haven't spent much oxygen on John Rahm this week, but I mean, uh, John Rahm's live, yes? Oh, yeah. And he's kind of doing it in a way he's doing it despite his driver. It seems like, uh, and you saw him hit down. He clubbed down a lot more today compared to usual. He he was outside the top half in driving distance, which 
typically is not the case for John Rahm. So for him to realize it's a problem, know it's a problem, and he's trying to mitigate the issue with the big stick and still able to get around East Lake effectively with a couple, I mean, 17 is an easy hole, hole. To bogey that is extremely disappointing. He missed a short one in the middle portion of his back nine as well for birdie. I believe on 12, it would have made it three straight. So for, for him to somehow still be in this only four back where the postseason as a whole to this point has been a massive disappointment. He didn't finish inside the top 30 in uh, Memphis. He didn't do it in Chicago either. He was the number one coming into the postseason. All he really had to do was hold serve to get that two stroke edge. And he came in four back and, you know, halfway through this, he's still four back in with a big, big chance to claim his first FedEx cup and, I know the PJ tour tweeted out something today where it was players discussing the player of the year race between Scheffler and Rom and mm-hmm. kind of felt the players are leaning Scheffler with mm. just how consistent he has been. He won the players championship and, and Rom's like, you know, I've won four times. I've won the masters. I'm obviously biased, but I think I've done enough to win the player of the year. And Look, I, I think it's on his mind. I really do. I think he will certainly want to pass Scotty Scheffler, and he is mega motivated to catch uh, you know, his European teammate, Victor Hovland, and the American, Colin Morikawa. Uh, well, speaking of the uh, European teammates, Rory McIlroy is 10 under par for the tournament. That is three under after his starting strokes are applied. All of them coming here on Friday at 67. Rory continues to seemingly uh, battle the back injury. I think he looked a little bit better uh, here on Friday. He's th- uh, got three under, but is this is this too far? It's It's six shots off the lead for a seemingly ailing Rory who has not only six guys between him, but we're talking about big-time boppers. If you're not beating Rory McIlroy this week in the shadow leaderboard, just hang him up, okay? Forfeit your FedEx Cup money to the local charities of Atlanta and get out of Dodge because he, he said today he did look better, I will say that. He looked more fluid, more loose, but he said afterwards he can't hit the ball left to right. He has no idea what he's doing with his iron play. And boom, you shoot three under 67. Of course, I have that same issue as well. So I was going to say, that's that you just described my game. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there are two things that kind of stood out to me in his, his post-round uh, interview. The first was, he's like, I kind of just, I, I would hope it would pop this week as opposed to four weeks from now for the Ryder cup. And the second was, I didn't know he's committed to both the Irish open and the BMW uh, PGA. So he's mm-hmm. only got one week off after this, but like you said, he's what five strokes back at, at the moment, six shots. Six. back. I, I think that's just the amount of people between him and the top and the quality. I mean, Xander Shoffley never shot under par here. John Rahm's getting it done. Scheffler, Hovland, Morikawa. Keegan Bradley. Oh, we'll get to him, Rick. We will get to Keegan Bradley. (laughs) No, we'll get to him tomorrow if he shoots another 67. (laughs) Future FedEx Cup winner, Keegan Bradley. Write it down. Where I I just think there's too many big names, too many strokes to make up, and you have a less than 100% Rory McIlroy where I I think it's just too much even for him at this golf course. What does Vegas think, Josh? 
What does Vegas think about Rory McIlroy's chances to win 22 to 1? Uh, that is behind Xander Shoffley at 14 to 1. It is behind John Rahm at 8.5. It is behind Scotty Scheffler at plus 320. Colin Morikawa plus 260, but the favorite to win the 2023 Tour Championship and FedEx Cup at plus 165 is Victor Hovland. Yeah, I, I cannot disagree with that. I cannot disagree with that. I, I think the play here. I don't think it's the man highlighted, unfortunately. Which, I if think you're it's, just listening, is Colin Morikow. Yes. Well, I'm trying to drive them to the YouTube channel here, Rick. <laughs> I think. Do is it better for us on the like? Is it is a listen a listen? Is a watch a watch? Or does it matter, Josh? Do we care how they consume? I don't know the answer to that. Um, but I, I think it's got to be either of the guys sandwiching him. Whether you want to go Hovland at the shorter price or Scheffler at more than three to one, which is more than double his pre-tournament from two back. But for the real gamers out there, the real people in the know, little inside baseball, Keegan Bradley twenty-five to one, he wins it. Rory McIlroy withdraws. Patrick wins the one and done. Oh, the crowd goes wild. Got it. It's, it's the best uh, comeback since Rory McIlroy's two thousand twenty-two FedEx Cup and. Everyone sails off into the sunset. <laughs> wow. That, so they sent you the script early then? They did. They sent me the script. Yes. Uh, Big J was lucky enough to pass it along. My uh, my buddy, who actually does business in Atlanta, funny enough, was walking out of the business. office. And and he, he texted me. He goes, just ran into J, ZJ, and Sync in downtown Atlanta. Oh, boy. That, seems, right. like a, that seems like a party crowd, doesn't it? Little Ryder Cup chatter, I think. Yeah, little Ryder Cup chatter. All right. Well, listen, we've got uh, 36 to go in Atlanta. Not sure if you've heard, it's hot there. We will be in the air conditioning while we recap each of the final two rounds. Big thanks to producer Josh, who does all the hard work behind the scenes. Patrick McDonald, available on X at Amateur Status. You can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time.